Why does the story of Adam and Eve, it occupies only about a page and a half out of 1078 in the modern edition of the King James Bible that sits on my desk, work so brilliantly and so effortlessly? You hear it at five or six years old, and you never forget it. The crudest schematic cartoon conjures it up at once, not perhaps in every detail, but in its basic outline. Something in the structure of this narrative sticks. It is almost literally unforgettable. In the long centuries since it was first told, it accumulated an enormous apparatus of support. Teachers endlessly repeated it. Institutions rewarded believers and punished skeptics. Intellectuals teased out its nuances and offered competing interpretations of its puzzles. Artists vividly represented it. But the narrative seems somehow independent of these complex elaborations, or rather everything that followed in its wake seems to have drawn upon an inexhaustible original energy, as if its core were radioactive. Adam and Eve epitomize the weird, enduring power of human storytelling. For reasons that are at once tantalizing and elusive, these few verses in an ancient book have served as a mirror in which we seem to glimpse the whole long history of our fears and desires. It has been both liberating and destructive, a hymn to human responsibility and a dark fable about human wretchedness, a celebration of daring and an incitement to violent misogyny. The range of responses it has aroused over thousands of years in innumerable individuals and communities is astonishing. Ancient rabbis looked into the mirror and tried to understand God's intentions. What were humans that the creator of the universe should have been mindful of them? Why were they created at all? Poring over the words of the sacred text, they concluded that the original obligation to cultivate the ground did not refer to agricultural labor. It referred rather to study, precisely the Torah study in which they themselves spent their days and which they regarded as their most exalted purpose in life. Early Christians dwelt for the most part not on Adam's primordial study habits, but rather on the devastating loss of Eden caused by his disobedience. The reflection that came to them from the story's depths was of sinfulness and its consequences. They followed Paul in tracing the tormenting universal inescapable fact of death back to the actions of the first humans lured into evil by Satan. But they found consolation in their faith that a new Adam, Jesus Christ, had through his suffering and death undone the damage caused by the old Adam. The Messiah's sublime sacrifice, they fervently hoped, would enable the faithful to recover the innocence that had been lost and to regain paradise.